This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the Warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. want to remind you, the uh, Raiders-Colts game this Sunday is brought to you by America First Credit Union, the exclusive home of the official's Raiders debit card. Same great features and benefits now with silver and black. Learn more at americafirst.com slash Raiders. Gordon, uh, the the big story of the day, of course, coming out of Logan uh, and the Utah State football program. Uh, If you were planning on uh, watching the Aggies play the Rams, tomorrow uh tomorrow night uh you're gonna have to change your plans because that game's not happening uh the players voted to boycott uh that game gordon uh they released a a statement and we read the long form statement earlier in the show but i think it's worth reading again uh for our five o'clock hour listeners here if you have not heard it uh this entire statement was given to brett mcmurphy of stadium and uh it'll it'll take a second here gordon but uh, but let me uh read through the entire thing Uh, It says, quote, Utah State football players have decided to opt out of our game against Colorado State due to ongoing inequality and prejudicial issues between the players, coaches and the Utah State administration. On Tuesday, December 8th, the Utah State University Football Leadership Council held a Zoom meeting with Noel Cockett, president of Utah State, and John Hartwell, the athletic director. The purpose of the meeting was to have a say in the search for our new head coach. During the meeting, we voiced our support for interim head coach Frank Miley. In response to our comments, their primary concern was his religious and cultural background. Players stating their uh, diverse faiths and backgrounds then jumped to Coach Frank Miley's defense in treating everyone with love, equity, and fairness. It is not the first time issues of repeated discrimination have happened. In December 2019, our head equipment manager used a racial slur against one of our African-American teammates. After disregarding the incident, pressure resurfaced to investigate it in the summer of 2020. After the investigation, the administration concluded he would continue to be employed. We want our message to be clear that this has nothing to do with the hiring of Coach Blake Anderson, the recently named head coach of the program. We are sure he is an excellent coach. We look forward to meeting him and his staff. We are highlighting the ongoing problems of inequality and want to create a better future for the community of Logan and Utah State University, unquote. Gordon, uh, let's let's talk about this. And if you have any thoughts, share them on the open mic or on Twitter at Jake Scott Zone at Gordon Monson. But this this is up. Uh, what's going on up in Logan is a real mess. It is a mess. And if, if this accusation uh, or, or whatever it is that uh, you just <laughs> you just read there, uh, if there's a shred of truth to this, uh, I, I just don't know how an administrator, a university president, can can um, can say that to a football team and uh, expect anything but the most severe consequences. Uh, this is for a team to get together and to vote not to play a game. Boy, that that indicates to me that something egregious took place. I agree. And I, I'm trying to think, you know, I've seen a lot of this out there online and, and uh, you know, 
Uh, I want to hear from Utah State. Uh, I want to hear from President Cockett about maybe some context or some ex- right. explanation from that end of things. But I'm trying to run through my mind what explanation would be satisfactory other than they just uh, Utah State just says fake news and that never happened. I don't know how you uh-huh. could do that considering there's how many people were probably on that call. But I mean, why is why is faith? or or culture or race why why is that even relevant like why would that why would his lds faith even come out of her mouth in the discussion of the context of whether he's going to be the head coach of utah state and i know i'm echoing some of the, the things you've said about this gordon but i'm just trying to to run through my mind uh, if she could come out and say well it came up in this context and i would go oh okay that makes sense because that stuff really doesn't have any business being in that conversation yeah, exactly. Exactly. What's that got to do with anything? It doesn't. It shouldn't. It can't. Cockett raised concerns over cultural and religious background of the of the uh, of the candidate. Because According the way they to this report, he's Polynesian and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. How can a, how can a, a university president even go there? Because the way that they worded their statement, Gordon, the players said we were advocating um, uh, our, you know, want for Coach Miley to stay. And the reaction was he's not going to be the coach. And somehow religion and race came up in that. I mean, if, if they said, you know what, uh, guys, we know you love Coach Miley. We love Coach Miley, too. But we think we have found a better head coach candidate for you out there. And we're going to go with that gut decision. I mean, that's that's fine, right? It probably disappoints those players. But that's right. that's an explanation because it's their decision to make. But if the, rea- the, the response was, we're not going to hire Coach Miley and somehow in that explanation, religion and race came up. That's that's entirely unacceptable. I, uh, I, and I just, again, I'm, I'm trying to think in my mind, like, okay, how could that have been taken out of context? And I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, because that I just doesn't belong either. in that in that conversation at all. According to the report, that's what was indicated. And it, it makes no sense at all. This isn't a matter of being politically correct or being awoke or anything else. This is just, you can't do this. You can't, it's illegal. It is illegal. And and that, the, here's where I'll agree with you. This absolutely has no nothing to do with with being woke or anything anything in that way, shape, or form. It is illegal. And it's, it's against some really good laws, actually, that a lot of people out there are in favor of. I think, you know, regardless of your side of the political aisle, I think people just are, are, are for fairness. And, and I, I truly believe that. I think people want fair opportunities for themselves and things that that shouldn't matter. They don't want it to matter. And I think exactly. that's pretty I think that's a pretty universally accepted concept. And I know that everything these days is divisive and controversial. But I truly believe that most people out there just want a fair bite at the apple and want things that should matter, like your resume and uh, your ability to lead young people in this case, and your ability to digest X's and O's. Those things are the things that are supposed to matter, not right. not the peripheral. And I think if everybody takes a step back and thinks about it for a second, I would guess that most, if not all, of our listeners agree on those simple things. Well, that's why it's so so shocking that this would be indicated at any level 
And if it's true, I don't know how somebody can 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 get by with this kind of thing. Um, and and I I don't know. All I'm going off of uh, what the report said, and that is that the school president raised concerns over Miley's cultural and religious background. Now, and if you want, if uh, he's he's Polynesian and he's uh, he's LDS, so if that's Either one of those things can't come in as a factor. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's it's just mind-numbing if well, it is, in fact, true. And like you said, I think you said it really well, with that many people on that on that uh, Zoom meeting, I, I don't know how it can be denied if it was actually said or indicated. And I don't know the exact words that were used. But uh, that's certainly the impression that the uh, that the team uh, walked away with. I just I, even if if she or they or whatever you want to say, you know, it was uh, it was Hartwell and uh, President Cockett on this particular call. But I mean, even if they felt that way, God, why would you ever say something like that to, <laughs> to players? I mean, of all of all people, why would you ever say something that like that to the team? Well, I mean, that's, it came, it, 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 take take the 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 you know uh, I guess take that's not a message you want to send to young people. That's what I'm trying to say. But I mean, if it did factor if it factored into the decision, I'm glad that that came to light. Uh, I, I hate it. I don't like it. But if this stuff is going on behind closed doors in the dark, uh, then if if some light is shed on it, then that should. That should be shed. Uh, and again, we don't know the specifics. We weren't on the Zoom meeting. But uh, I'm eager to find out what Utah State, how they respond to this, because the, as it's being presented here, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's untenable. You, can't, you just can't do it. Well, and can't I do just... it. You can't do it and stay employed. And let me clear something up real quick because uh, we're saying the report or it's this is a statement from the team. So this is not like sources report or anything like that. We read that. I mean, it's uh, a four paragraph long statement from the team. So oh, we oh, do me a favor. And I know you just did it. But for our listeners and we have people tuning in and uh, all the time. Read the, the nut graphs there of what the statement said from the team, not from the report. No, not from this is the, from the yeah. team. Yeah, so it, they, they open saying that they're going to boycott against Colorado State and said it was a, boy, uh, a vote. But let me get to this, uh, these two paragraphs, because these are really the allegations. Uh-huh. Uh, it says, uh, quote, on Tuesday, December 8th, the Utah State University Football Leadership Council held a Zoom meeting with Noel Cockett, president of Utah State, and John Hartwell, the athletic director. The purpose of the meeting was to have say us say, excuse me, in the search for our new head coach. During the meeting, we voiced our support for interim head coach Frank Miley. In response to our comments, their primary concern was his religious and cultural background. Players stating their diverse faiths and backgrounds then jumped to coach Frank Miley's defense in treating everyone with love, equality, and fairness. It is not the first time 
issues of uh, repeated discrimination have happened. In December 2019, our head equipment manager used a racial slur against one of our African-American teammates. After disregarding the incident, pressure resurfaced to investigate in the summer of 2020. After uh, the investigation, the administration concluded he would he would continue to be employed. And then, Gordon, the last part of the statement is them saying, hey, listen, Coach Blake Anderson doesn't have anything to do with this. We look forward to meeting him, but we want to uh, uh, highlight these things because they think it's wrong. So so, so, uh, so repeat that one sentence about Miley's uh, uh, religious uh, and cultural thing. That one sentence that you read in the middle of that. Uh, let's see here. Uh in our response, in response to our comments, their primary concern was his religious and cultural background. Players stating their diverse faiths and backgrounds then jumped to Coach Frank Miley's defense in treating everyone with love, okay. equality, and fairness. That 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 <laughs> that cannot, you cannot abide that. You cannot allow that. That if that is true, that's a fireable offense. Well, and then let's let's talk about the second incident that they mentioned because we haven't really discussed that. I mean, that is something that is new information uh, to me, Gordon, uh, both in 2019 or in, in 2020. And that's a lesson that if stuff doesn't come to light based on what you're talking about, sometimes these uh, universities can't help themselves but sweep that stuff under the rug. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, – with hopefully with new enlightenment – people will do the exact opposite of sweep things under the rug. I mean, this has gone on for too long and it needs to be stopped. And how do you stop it? By bringing it to light. Uh, let's see here. Oh, you made it official on their official Twitter that, uh, let's see here. We've got uh, some statements coming from them. Uh, this is at USU Aggies on Twitter. Utah State University has canceled Saturday's football game with Colorado State University amid concerns voiced by USU football players about religious discrimination during the search for a new football coach. The university will take this time to meet with players and hear their concerns in an open dialogue so it can address them. Quote, I am devastated that my comments were interpreted as bias against anyone's religious background, USU President Noel Cockett uh, said in a statement. Throughout my professional career, and especially as president of Utah State, I have welcomed the opportunity to meet directly and often with students about their experiences. Regardless of how difficult the conversations might be in the coming days, I remain committed to giving our students a voice. And it goes on, it says, Utah State also takes issues of racial discrimination seriously, including the incident mentioned in the statement about a USU athletics employee. USU hired an outside investigator to look into the incident and took disciplinary action. So she's shocked. She's saddened to hear that the team interpreted what she said as being biased against a coach's religious and cultural background. Yeah, yeah. So she she actually doesn't even add context. She just says, "Oh, I can't believe they take it that way." I'd like to know what way you intended it to be taken. That's yeah. I think what what people would want to know. I mean, Did, I, we're we're sorry you're devastated there, President Cockett, but why don't you add a little bit of a uh, an explanation why why were those two things brought up at all? I don't know how the team could have interpreted it. That it would, that that was brought up without it actually being brought up. Well, I think she acknowledges that it was brought up. 
because uh, she said, I'm devastated that my comments were interpreted as bias against anyone's religious background. So I don't she's well, then why she's bring acknowledging up? that there were the comments there. She's saying that they were misinterpreted. But that's Oof. what that's what that's the question. Why would it be? Why would it be a topic of that conversation at all? That's that's what I don't understand. Yeah, who's asking about religion? Who's asking about cultural background? Right. They're they're asking they're they're supporting their coach. That has nothing to do with either of those things. Huh. At least that's that's how I would that's what I would say. So this is interesting to say, oh, they're totally misinterpreting it. Well, explain the context you meant it. Those people who were on that uh, Zoom call, whatever. They're the ones who are going to determine what 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 happened. I'm sure. I, I, do you imagine that somebody recorded that? Well, I don't know. Uh, I I I don't know. I would hope we'd find out what really happened, as opposed to somebody determining what happened. I yeah. would I would hope that we'd get some context from the Utah State president to go with the context that the players already put out there. Well, what, whatever was said gave them that impression otherwise like i said it was a drastic move on their part to vote not to play yeah, who doesn't want to play who doesn't want what football player doesn't want to play football yeah all right we're here at the warehouse uh, if you have any reaction let us know at jig scott zone at gordon monson we also have the open mic feature on the zone sports network app uh tom is jumping on with us once again hi tom i'm not a guy who throws people and or things under the bus uh-huh but to me this is more egregious as egregious, I better correct my uh-huh. phrasing there. As egregious as Morgan Scalley's text. Well, there was there's <laughs> an allegation of that in there too. I mean, this, yeah, it's not it's not good. It's bad, and she needs to be suspended. Well, we'll see. At very least, I mean, that's why I'm saying she needs to provide some context. They're like, what did you really mean there? Because it matters. I don't care what she meant. Yeah. Came out of her mouth, and it. Not good. Not good going on up there in Logan, Tom. Bad news. Good news here, though. we got lots of good news. I had a listener who's uh, who you're helping out right now. I've got a customer in the store right now looking for twin girls. Is that right? All right. New uh, Christmas beds for twin girls. Sweet. I showed him the uh, special that is happening uh, for five ninety nine. The memory foam mattress with the queen head-up adjustable bed for five ninety nine, nice. instead of twelve ninety nine, and we're going to do any adjustable bed. Give fifty bucks to the road home. That's so nice of you, Tom. We appreciate. We have the radiothon coming up. Fifty dollars if you buy that queen. I have the other queen where the base for a lemma. We send a picture. I got to show you that. Yeah. I, I need validation. Trust but <laughs> verify. Right. Uh huh. Somebody who videotape that conference call that zoom call uh-huh. can you imagine if that got leaked oh yeah Whew. we'd know right away well we? i've got the video from this base it's now twenty two thousand two hundred forty nine dollars we're selling the base with a mattress the mattress is 899 online we're going to sell the whole package for eight ninety nine, so you're saving twenty two hundred and forty nine bucks. Wow. That's incredible. And then the King Special nineteen ninety nine, but I'm going to sweeten it one more deal. Let's do it. Anybody who buys an adjustable bed today, tomorrow, Monday only, and I told Clayton, my son, and Clayton, my brother, we can't do this again. 
I'm breaking my own rules because Jake is here. All right. I like it. We're giving a free mattress protector. Sweet. The only way you're going to get it is if you mention Gordon, Jake, and Austin. All right. And those things, by the way, are worth, what, a couple hundred bucks? Right 50 there? bucks. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty sweet deal right that's there. That's a boom. Yep. No big deal. All right. 1825 South, 300 West. Don't forget about Uncle Clayton down there in uh, Orem, 86 East, University Parkway. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it? Hey, here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. It's time for Sounds of Various Clips, uh, also known as Drop of the Day. And, Gordon, we thought, you know, news is a little heavy today. Uh, Kind of a nightmare up there at Utah State. If you're just tuning in, there will be no Utah State, Colorado State game tomorrow. Uh, The players are boycotting it, and uh, we've been talking about it a lot. So uh, we thought, let's go with an oldie but a goodie that'll... That'll give us a good laugh. So Austin, in his infinite wisdom, came up with the idea to play the Mr. Mac commercial with Dave Rose and uh, and Bronco Mendenhall because, of course, uh, this never fails to elicit a laugh. Let's listen in. Coach, good to see you. How's it going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I just uh, didn't know about all this extra stuff that went with being the head guy. It's a lot more to it than just the coaching. I hear you, brother. I even had to learn how to dress the part. <laughs> the smartest thing I did is found Mr. Mack right at the beginning. They make you look great. Coach, how's it going so far? Well, it's going pretty good. Uh, I just didn't know if I was ready for all this extra head coach stuff. There's no way to be ready for it, and there's a lot more to it than just coaching. I hear you, brother. I even had to learn how to look the part. Too far apart again? Let uh, me get closer. Coach, how's it going so far? I'm doing pretty good. I don't know if I was ready for all this extra head coach guy stuff. There's no way to be ready for it. Uh, A lot more to it than coaching. I hear you, brother. I even had to learn how to dress the part. (laughs) Best thing I did is found Mr. Mack. At least they make us look good. (laughs) Rookies. (laughs) Mr. Mack has been making me look... (laughs) Rookies. Mr. Mack has been making me look like a winner for 40 years. (laughs) Rookies. Mr. Mack has been making me look like a winner for 40 years. I hear you, brother. Awesome. Just so funny. Three three uh, good to great coaches, not great actors. I, I love how Coach Rose thinks the problem is that he's standing too far away from Bronco Mendenhall. <laughs> that wasn't the issue there, fella. I mean, I, I, I mean, okay. So I guess the thing for me is uh, did either one of those two fall asleep in the middle of that? <laughs> And is Bronco doing it from the middle of sacrament meeting? Because <laughs> he was whispering, wasn't he? There's no so way funny. to be ready for it. Uh, all this extra coach guy stuff. He was, ta- he was talking in that extra sort of fervent, reverent tone. He was. He it's was. like nails on a chalkboard. It's always funny. But it's he's the one funny. that, I mean, at least, at least Rose is trying to he's trying to pump it up a little bit and Bronco comes in with, with there's no way tone. to be ready for it and there's a lot more to it than just coaching 
I mean, is that the way Bronco usually talked? Coach, yes. how's it going so far? It is how he talked. Don't you remember? It's how he still talks. Mm. It's just not. Well, uh, it's, I, I don't think he has the uh, temperament to be a thespian. There's no way to be ready for it. Uh, a lot more to it than coaching. Well, at least I mean, he didn't bring up position mastery. It just you, you listen there, even when he tries to put some inflection in there, you know, like okay, I'm here to you know kind of sell it. A really like Mr. Mack, you know, and it it just doesn't come off as as all that genuine. Uh, it, no, it's it's like uh, it's like this. Uh, there's uh, there's no way uh, to be ready. Coach, how's it going so far? <laughs> I like, like the, the pause. I like the I hear you, brother, too, from, from Dave Rose. Because anytime you try to write in an aside, you know, like that, isn't that going to or, – or like a casual phrase I like that? You, isn't it going to come off as insincere? <laughs> well, I'll take it from someone who's been known to, to say some boring things uh, over a long period of time. I hear you, brother. I that hear was, you, brother. That was, that was funny for me. That's going pretty good. Going pretty good. Who was the best? I think so Lavelle far. was definitely the best actor on there. But Mr. So, Mack so. has been making me look like a winner for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Rookies. Rookies. <laughs> and then he stumbled over. But, like, honestly, it's not a terrible copy if you if you just read it. If you had real actors doing it, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's a, that's a nice little commercial for Mr. Mack. It wouldn't be awful. But then Coach Rose and Coach Mendenhall are reading it, and it's... It's less than roadshow quality. Yeah, it's not terrific. How's it going so far? <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> well, Amazing. so far it's been really crappy, but it's going to get a whole lot better Amazing. now that I know what I'm doing. It's like Mint Bronco was like, I know what will fix this. I'll put a pause right there. <laughs> I'm so glad we played that. That just so improved my mood. That was just amazing. <laughs> you, How could you not, not laugh at that? Outtakes yeah. in general are funny. I wish we saw all celebrity outtakes for commercials and stuff. Like, we almost played the, the Casey Kasem outtakes. Those are hilarious. I hear you, brother. Well, the thing about uh, Lavelle is he if he was just talking the way he normally does, because uh, he, he could slice you up easy. He has such a sharp wit. I mean, he, could, he was really funny, and he was really on top of it. And <laughs> rookies, uh, uh, let me start over. Uh, Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. <laughs> That's the best part of that two. one. <laughs> 2. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> Realizing you just got bumped to the middle. The worst time slot in the history of radio. 2. 2. Every ever Saturday since, morning at 2. <laughs> ever since we heard that the first time, none of us, when we're having private conversations, can use the word two without saying two. Two. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do. Every I Saturday morning at 2. Two. Look, Ma, I made it. I'm on every Saturday morning at 2. <laughs> And why oh, would you man. know? We talked about this originally. Why would you promote something? <laughs> like, why would you have Casey Kasem read a liner for a show that you disregard so much you're putting it at Saturday morning yes. at 2? I mean, why would you even bother? You're running that during the Whatever PM drive? Whatever yeah. Why, why are we running this? <laughs> running it during drive time? Hey, guys, tune in. Casey Kasem, Saturday mornings at 2. Well, it's like ponderous, man. 
We like to call that the money-making hour. Now that you brought all that up, we need to hear the, the thing about the, the dog dying. Uh. No, I mean, we, we've just kind of, we can't leave it like this. It's <laughs> a, my good friend Casey Kasem from the great beyond is begging us to play the other. It's just too rich. Now, we're up for our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what they do it for, but if we can't come out of a slow record. I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a up-tempo record every time I do a GIF dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This last time, I want somebody to use his brain to not come out of a record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I gotta talk about a dog dying. <laughs> that's all, well, that's all the man I'll wants. Tell you, the thing about that little, uh, monologue by Casey is, it builds. It does build. And then when he gets reminded about the pictures he asked to see. And I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. John on the phone. Off. Sounds like Gordon uh, talking about Scotty. Get Scotty on the phone. <laughs> Where are those pictures that I was told I was going to have? <laughs> oh, that's too rich, especially since, uh, you know, Casey and I had a, had a relationship. I please. Oh, uh, please. Yeah. Well dropped there, Austin. <laughs> All right. We'll have more coming up next. Live from the warehouse. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. I hear you, brother. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse, 1825 South. 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Gordon, a big topic today, obviously, has been Utah State. The players uh, decided to uh, boycott the game against Colorado State. And uh, due to, this is from their statement, due to ongoing inequality and prejudicial issues between the players, coaches, and the USU administration. Apparently, there was a Zoom call where uh, the leadership committee advocated for Coach Frank Miley. And uh, in response here, this is also from their statement, in response to our comments, their primary concern was his religious and cultural background. Um, and then we saw a statement from Utah State and President Cockett saying that uh, she's devastated. Her words were interpreted that way, Gordon. But I'm trying to think, can you remember of a, of a college football game, D1 college football game being boycotted in recent memory? Uh, good question. Uh Memory fails. I can't remember the last time. Well, there was a Minnesota game a couple of years ago where there was some sexual assault allegations going on, and some players were told they couldn't play, and the rest of the team, I think, threatened it, but I don't think they followed through. 
Uh, the the Northwestern wanted to unionize and threatened to boycott a few years ago, right? But that didn't happen. We brought it up with Coach Mack where Wyoming protested a game against BYU back in the 70s. But, I mean, this is just not – this is just – not something that happens. No, it's it's a big deal. That's why I was saying that, uh, you know, the the school president might say that she's devastated that it was taken that way, but it was taken that way. And when you're talking about such matters, you've got to make yourself absolutely clear. And uh, for for the players to take this kind of move, make this kind of move, to vote against playing, that. That tells you that they mean business. Now, these are football players. They want to play football. This hasn't been a, gr- a good year for Utah State football, but they want to play football if they can play. And here the game is available to them, and they say, no, we, 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 we are so disturbed by what we, we took from, that, uh, from those statements that we're, we want nothing to do with it. What does that say to you? <laughs> well, it it. It says the players are serious, and it, and it's it's. I mean, I I like the fact that they're voicing their opinion for something they they see as uh, injustice in in bringing up another situation that happened a year ago, and not wanting to let that go. That's obviously something that didn't sit real well with uh, with those players. But you know, this is uh, America, Gordon, and uh, if you if you see something wrong, you have the right to say something about it, and. You know, if the whole team is willing to vote not to play, um, it's a big deal to these guys. And I hope Utah State treats it as a big deal. And that's why I'm not real wild about the president's statement, because it, it, it essentially turns the blame around on Utah State players saying, oh, well, uh, you know, I can't believe you felt that way. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? Not like it wasn't even an apology for saying something. It wasn't, oh man, that is not what I meant. Here's what I meant. It was, well, you got sorry you guys took it that way, which is such a like in your way to handle things in my opinion. But it's predictable in that response. It's predictable. And I Unfortunately, guarantee that, that that school president talked to some uh, some attorneys before uh, that response was given. But, uh, yeah, it's a mess up there. Uh, that is not cool. That is not cool because how many players want to get themselves involved in that? And if that is the way things are being handled up there, then who wants to go play there? Uh, well, this, and- this, this is a real problem because Utah State's a fine institution, and now you've got to deal with this. So, rough well, I'm not really wild about how that university handled the Tory Green situation either. So th- there's been a, a couple of incidents that uh, uh, that have gone on up there at Utah State over the past four or five years that are that are really not good. At very least, not a good look. And I think right? that one was handled by other people in positions of power. True, I, but the president was there at the time. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, the, yeah. the university yeah. in general didn't handle that yeah, situation very well. I agree. I agree with you completely on that. So, I mean, there were some details about that story that were just terrible. So, I mean, yeah. Utah State, they, I, I do feel bad for Coach Anderson, the incoming Coach Anderson, because none of this is his fault, and he's apparently going to inherit just a mess. And the players tried to make that clear, that as you, you brought up earlier, that uh, they had said uh, this is not a reflection on – the new coach has nothing to do with that. But, yeah, 
he's accepted the position and he's walking into a, a hornet's nest right now. And he's going to have an opportunity to, 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 to make it better. But I don't know how that's going to go when you're, when you're talking with people who have certain attitudes. Well, if you were expecting to hear the Utah State-Colorado State game on these airwaves coming up tomorrow night, uh, the game will not uh, will not be played. So it's been a big topic today. I'm, well, I'm actually uh, somewhat glad the, the story broke uh, while Coach and Alema were here so that we could get their thoughts on it. And I know Austin uh, tweeted that out and has that up on the website, but uh, it was good to get their perspective as well. I can only uh, uh, echo the call of a good friend of ours, from a year ago, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I mean, it's a serious deal, but uh, it, it it just blows your mind. I think that was a couple of years ago, actually. Was it? Colorado State, <laughs> Utah State game. Yeah. What it's the cool. hell just happened? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. One of the classic calls in all of uh, sports. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Scotty's good. Our guy, Scotty G. All right, we're here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. We'll get more coming up next, but our friend Tom is jumping on with us once again. It's been quite the day, Tom. Hey, there is a silver lining in this boycott. Uh, That uh, I won't miss a football game while I'm watching the Jazz game? Scotty G. Or two football games, I guess. Scotty Scotty G G gets a night off. He does. Uh, yes, he does. He deserves it, man. He's hardworking dude. I don't know if he was driving himself to uh, to Fort Collins, though. I wonder how far he got before he had to turn back. Ah, uh, he was going to fly, says Johnny. So he didn't. He didn't drive. Right. That's good. But our boy Scotty G gets a Saturday off. He gets a Saturday when off. When was the last time Scotty G got a Saturday off? It's been a minute. Uh, and if he already flew to Colorado, he gets to chill, sleep in, have breakfast. Come go, back and go his own shopping. Leisure. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah, Scotty, you deserve that. But you still owe me my pen and some barbecue. Oh yeah, Scott, those are two things Scotty does well. Uh, it works with his lathe. I and, saw that uh, pen and I said, "Oh you, my gosh, Scotty's been your, holding out on me." He'll get your lawn looking real good too. Oh yeah, he's a lawn. He's a grass guy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he's into uh, the manicuring a good lawn. I have a father-in-law who's a grass whisperer. Yeah, <laughs> I am not is, that. I I could do it if I you know didn't work six days a week, twelve fourteen hours a day. I just here, hate, here. I hate sprinklers. Like the battle with my sprinkling system every year is something I, that I I found a guy who's really good at fixing them, and his name is not Tom. Yeah, exactly. His name is someone else. His name is <laughs> I I have triple one too. A sprinklers. Her name is Lisa. <laughs> Nailed it, Gordon. Nailed it. Oh, I knew we loved. Lisa, for multiple reasons. She's very talented. <laughs> very handy. Very handy gal. It's good news. Hey, uh, we have uh, all kinds of excuses to come and see us tomorrow. You're going to want to watch football and the jazz tomorrow, so you can DVR the BYU game and the Utah game and watch it after the jazz game. Before you get there, we close just in time for all of it to begin. All right. It's the Utah game in the morning. Now. It is, 10. After you watch the Utah game, come down, see us, 
and uh, we're still going to be here tonight till seven. We're going to do all kinds of nice stuff for the road home. We uh, we made that decision on the fly today. So cool! Of now you, that by we've the way. made it, we're committed to it, and we're going to do anybody who buys an adjustable bed today, tomorrow, and Monday fifty bucks to the road home. Anybody who buys a Clayton sectional fifty bucks, and I have two of the finest table and chair deals I've ever done. One is a table that's $2,800. The chairs are $250 each. I'm going to do table and six chairs for $899 and give the road home 50 bucks for awesome. every one we sell. Then I have another counter height table. Uh, the, the, the bar stools are $255 online. The table is $1,999. So the that four-piece set is $2,900. We're going to do it for five-piece set, table, four chairs. We're going to do it for six ninety. Yeah, sweet. Not only that, but we're going to give anybody who buys an adjustable bed, if you mention, and I, I'm throwing in our Austin because we love Austin. We include Austin. Austin is the man. And you can even mention Johnny because Johnny is my new hero. <laughs> love Johnny. He's everybody. Johnny's hero. a brother. Yeah. Uh, Whatever you mention, the big show, Gordon, Jake, Scotty, or Austin, we're going to give you a free mattress protector. Awesome. Worth 150 bucks. And don't forget prices. Five ninety nine, dollars $899 for $1,500 and $2,500 bed sets. Best prices on the planet. Nobody nobody can beat it. Uh, I had somebody come in yesterday real quickly. Sorry. Somebody came in yesterday and says, yeah, I'm so tired of hearing what are the best price, what are the best price, what are the best price. And I said, here's our deal. Here it is on the internet. They went down the street. One went north. One went south. They both came back, and they said their their best deal is twenty two hundred bucks, and you're eight ninety nine. And what what's wrong with this picture here? And I said nothing. It's hundred percent legitimate. They bought it. You just know how to get deals, and you pass them along to your customers. What a novel concept. Everybody should do it. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with that more. All right. You heard him. 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake. Their Orem location as well, 86 East University Parkway. It's the warehouse. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80. The Zone. Big thanks to Tom and his crew here at the warehouse. They've been great hosts as usual, 1825 South, 300 West. Don't forget about their Orem location as well, 86 East University Parkway. And tomorrow or uh, tomorrow is a preseason opener for the Utah Jazz, Gordon. I'm going to be uh, working tomorrow, pre-half and post, getting it done. So tomorrow we have we have Utah, Colorado in the morning. And then we also have BYU and Utah basketball going on. And later in the evening, you have BYU-San Diego State football, and you have the Jazz preseason opener right in the middle of it. Pretty cool. That's we're going to see a uh, jammed-up sports day right there, man. We're going to see Chris Paul's debut with the Suns. How about that? Can't wait. He's going to play Are you by five, real quick? He's going to play five minutes. Oh, I, I'm sure. Real quick, are, are you buying the Suns as a playoff team? We haven't gotten into this today, and I, that's the hot take across the NBA universe that the Suns are going to be good. Are you buying? I, that? I can't believe I can't believe how much love uh, D Book is getting. I mean, Please. it's like I mean, don't call me down. Uh, it it just seems like it's a bit overblown. Yeah, I mean, with as tough as it is in the West, if the Phoenix Suns make the playoffs, 
I will pay them due respect. I just don't think it's going to happen. I kind of don't think it's going to happen either. I, I will be fascinated to see if uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul work well together because they're both very um, strong personalities mm-hmm. in different ways. And I think uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander really um, took Chris Paul's leadership and tutelage quite well, and that worked. I don't know if it will work uh, so well again. We'll see. That's that's what I'll have my eye on anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, maybe the people are basing this off what they saw in the, in a bubble. And so if that was real, then they'll make their playoff. Uh, if it's not, then they won't. Of course, with the addition of Chris Paul, uh, he's getting a lot of credit for what happened in OKC. So yeah. I, I don't know. I guess it could happen, but I'll be surprised if it does. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not entirely buying it as well. And hey, I'll, if I'm wrong, I'll be happy to admit it. But I don't know if Phoenix is right there yet. I don't know if Chris Paul is the difference. And everybody, I, you know, Gordon, you and I have argued about this a bunch. I don't know what about the bubble was real. Uh, you know, the Lakers being the best team, I think that's probably pretty real. The Suns winning eight in a row before the playoffs. I mean that that run up to the playoffs was so bizarre. Um, I don't. I don't really know what's real. I, I, but I, I'm with you. I'm not entirely buying into the Suns. Certainly not more so than than, than a team like, say, the Blazers. I I think it'd be interesting to pose this to Jazz fans. Who would you rather have on your roster, Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell? Well, we because, know you would go with uh, Devin Booker. No, I wouldn't. But uh, around, I I know you hate these lists where they rank the players, but I don't think I've seen one yet that uh, didn't have Devin Booker ahead of Donovan Mitchell. Well, one player's been to the playoffs every year of his career, and one has yet to go. So I think... And one uh, reinserted himself in a game, so we got, uh, what was it, 50 or 60? 50, but his team was down 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh, egregious man. part right there, is there was no uh, competitive reason whatsoever for him to be in the game. Mm-hmm. And, but the yep. Jimmer was getting some attention, so we had to put some stop to that. But anyway, uh, Jazz pre off and post uh, tomorrow. The pregame will start at 6, and uh, the tip-off will be at 7 at uh, Vivint Arena. So, All right. Uh, the, time, uh, the time is here, uh, Gordon. The time is here. Good stuff. Have a good weekend, buddy. We'll talk to you on Monday. You too. You too. Thanks. It's a big show, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.